Hi, this is Jacqueline here with the Grow Program. Thank you for growing with me on today. What's this old world coming to? Things just ain't the same. Anytime the hunter gets captured by the game. And there's a lot of people out here running game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of people out here running game. Um, But, honey, you know, what you put out in the atmosphere, it comes right back on you. And I am not kidding. I see it every day. Revelation to confirmation. Um, your heart, your heart, your heart, your heart. Love is the key, really. Um, do you know that a bad heart will eventually turn back around on that one? Do you know that what you speak out, the tongue, is life, it speaks life and death? Do you know that what you put out in the atmosphere, it comes right back on you, my dear? Do you know that it's time to speak life and encouragement? And therefore, as you speak in life and encouragement, you are speaking life and encouragement over you. That's the breakthrough. Understanding that you got to love you. It begins with you. It really does. It begins with you. And I have been on a journey to grow. I have been through so much in my life that I mean, when I go and just look at myself and look at my reflection, a reflection of the way life used to be, it does not compare to the plans God has for me and thee as we grow. When I look at my reflection, it amazes me. Because I look at this person, look at what you have been through in your life. And you are standing here. Not just standing here. You are able to give a testimony. See, because the monster used to drink. And he used to drink this liquor and the liquor would make him get twisted because see drinking leads to stinking thinking and he just would think all kind of thoughts in his head about my mother and it's just by the grace of God because the night that she pushed us out the back door and told us to run and hide. It was it was go for yourself. Run and hide. And that's what we did. As this man was 
walking down the street, round in the corners, looking for us, firing a pistol in the air. Nothing was done. Slap on the wrist. He was always able to come back. She tried to escape. I remember us leaving out of town. But we wound up coming back. We couldn't stay where we was at. My mother tried. She tried to evade the monster. But he was always lurking in our little town, always around. And so, when that happened with him, and he was sent away to prison, and shortly after he came out of prison, he had some type of altercation with his own son, and his own son shot him, and then he was sent to from the hospital to a rehabilitation center, but he was paralyzed. He had a trachea in his throat. He couldn't move, he couldn't talk. And I was 18 then, and I always remember what he said before he went to prison, that he was coming back to kill us. He was gonna find us. And I never forgot the night that he was looking for us, when he was firing the gun in the earth, screaming and cussing and hollering out there. I'll never forget plucking the grasshopper out of my shirt. Scared as I was, scared as a grasshopper, scared of what was going on around me, but trying to hold it in. Even trying to hold it in with my baby sister, his daughter, as he walking around, firing a pistol in the air. I'm having to take my hand and cover up her mouth to hold it in and make sure she don't make a sound. You don't think we playing the game out here in the weeds. I'm 13 years old. And she was like, right at two. My mother went and hid. My brother went and hid. And I had the baby. A baby holding a baby. Hiding from a monster. See, I'm going to tell you something. That thought, I hadn't even... I hadn't even um, really, I put it out of my mind. Even though I was 13, 14 years old, honey, we can't let the past haunt us. We got to take that and grow and rise to reach our greatness. See, God saw fit saw fit that I lived. I lived through it. But it would take another trauma 
for me to overcome. He would turn his abuse and his sick, twisted lust towards me and then be sent to prison. And as me and my mother walked up to the side of the bed, she on one side and I on the other, his eyes were closed. We walked softly because I just couldn't believe that after years and years of terrorizing us, when my mother even found a nice man, she was trying to get away from him, a married man. He wouldn't even let her go. When she tried, the man that she was dating, he shot him. And kidnapped my mother with a pistol and threatened her life. Don't ever do that again. Beat her. Constant beatings. So I used to um, really relish the TV dads. Um, Robert Reed. John Amos, Conrad Bain. TV dads. The TV dads. That was a dad I had. TV dad. So I would look to um, TV shows. And imagine what it's like to have a dad at home, one that really cares, you know, because this, right, this step-parent, this, you know, who just stepped into the shoes, he just stepped in. He's not a step-parent, he just stepped in as a parent, but he never showed no love. It was just always hate and oppression and evil, see? The devil ain't nothing but evil with a D. People allow evil to use them. See, there's two forces here. There's good and there's evil. And you got to decide which force you are going to allow to dictate you. Do the right thing that's in front of you and the right thing shall follow you. Meditate to elevate, to gravitate to good thoughts. Here's to misery. Rise to reach your greatness. Greatness in God. So love the misery. We ain't got time for that. Times are wasting. See, we can grasp this moment right here. And then there is go- it's gone. Times are wasting, honey. We got to embrace the struggle. We can't let nothing hold us down, not even the past. See, I can sit here and just wallow in what happened. I can just wallow in the fact that I, as an innocent 14-year-old, sleep in my room 
with my two-year-old sister sleeping beside me. And I wake up to feel someone laying at my feet. And I kick gently. I didn't know who it was. But as I kicked, he rose up. He put his hand over my mouth. And he said, if you say anything, if you scream, I'll kill you. And with my two-year-old sister laying there next to me, he went ahead and did what he did and got up and left. I waited a few minutes. I grabbed my sister up, felt around the room, turned on a light switch. Lights wouldn't come on. They wouldn't come on. I'm feeling my way out of my room and into the hallway and into the main room. I'm calling my brother's name. He comes out from the shadows, my brother. And he comes to me, my little brother, three years younger than me. He's 11, I'm 13, I'm 14, and my sister's two. The three of us holding each other, walking out the door to go get help. We walked to the edge of the road and I flagged down the car. And this kindly angel sent by God, an elderly king, took us to the other side of town after I explained to him what happened to us. Took us to the other side of town to my aunt's house who took me to the emergency room, who did the rape test kit on me and collected the garbage that he left on me. And for that, he was sent to prison for four years. And Something bad happened to the monster. He had some kind of fight with his son and his son shot him. And so as mom and I scarily but slowly walked up on either side of the bed we was like we were tiptoeing. I don't remember us making a sound. We were we were so quiet because we didn't want to wake him. We just wanted to see him. And all of a sudden his eyes flew open. And I think me and mom jumped back about 10 feet because he was very scary. And <clears throat> As I looked at him, I saw something I'd never seen before, and that was fear. 
And as he looked at me, he probably saw something he didn't expect. And that was forgiveness. Because I knew that my nightmares were over with. That he would never come to get me. He couldn't. And I was able to forgive him at that moment. Knowing that I was safe. I didn't have to worry about that nightmare anymore. And without another word, without a word, we never said a word to him. We turned and left. And he passed. Maybe a few weeks later. Forgiveness is the key. And I was able to release. So um, that's uh, I don't wallow in that. I'm not I'm not a victim. I'm a victor. I rise. I went through for a reason. I had to stand in court and testify to what he did. As a child, I had to talk to detectives and different people. But God gave me the strength to do the right thing, to put a stop to this so that this rain would never come again. That I can take the oppression of life And grow with it. Not let it defeat me. Because keepers of the dream. What we don't allow to defeat us. Only makes us stronger. I've been through a lot in my life. And when I look at me. My reflection of the way life used to be, I see a victor standing in front of me. I see a conqueror. I see a child of God. I see the pride of the pride of God. See, once I saw what they saw, what they called me. The names, the bitter names, I saw that in me. And as I saw it in me, that heart, my own heart, 
turned on me. Just as I say, what you put out in the atmosphere, honey, it eventually comes back on. Because I believed what they said about me. And I wanted to end me. I was ready to go ahead. Turn around. And walk out of the world. I was at that low of a point in my life. But as I fell low. God had me to grow. Because as I fell, I fell down into like a heap of a seed. But see, God took me and recycled me and reconstructed me and gave me the boldness of the spirit. See, That's what it is. And you have it too. The boldness of the Spirit of God. So love grow. I'm telling you. For tomorrow. Today. Yesterday is a memory. We growing on with the flow of God. That which is good. And perfect, forgiven and let go in order, your majesty, that you can grow. With growth comes change, and we got to be the change towards ourselves also. God bless you as you grow. Greatness reached over oppression through wisdom. We own one, and that's G-O-D. God bless you.